the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together for we saw the Lord and he had us and delivered us from all our fears Arendo Shapalu, Eleko Namata, Genimi 
against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth we want to pray but bible again says psalm 34 verse 16 and 17 verse 17 says the righteous cry and the lord hear it hallelujah so we want to pray that if there is a face of the lord if the face of the lord is against them that do evil the lord for every evil we've done for every mistakes the littlest of things lord Wash us clean. Father, purify us. 
once again even as we've come boldly before your throne of grace in the name of Jesus Christ Lord purge us in the name of Jesus Christ today oh God cleanse us and deeper and and cleaner than ever before in the name of the Lord Jesus by the blood of Jesus for unhindered access to your presence and power and glory hey for intimate fellowship with your power in the name of Jesus with your person in the name of Jesus Christ oh God oh God in the name of Jesus Christ Lord in the name of Jesus cleanse us Lord forgiveness of errors and mistakes in the name of Jesus Christ father in the name of Jesus clean in the name of Jesus by the blood of God purify our spirit soul and body we bless you Lord we give you praise oh God we adore you oh God Lord be exalted be magnified in the name of Jesus before all things. Lord Jesus, without you was not Tonight, Holy Spirit, take preeminence. Lord Jesus, we pray that you guide us, lead the way. Spirit of God, light us up, light us up, light us up. Stare every flame that needs to be stirred up within us, even as you light us up in the name of Jesus Christ. Light us up, light us up, light us up, enlighten our darkness, enlighten our darkness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, oh God, cause our light to shine brighter again. This encounter, our lives will shine brighter. Our lives will shine brighter. Oh God, Likome no simi anta, Belua kaparu atini mikate, Lino namasovenekoha. Oh Jesus, Kodi mashendo la badiata, Rega da 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 di mashakropet, Moratoni mekovani minitaya, Lino masovenekobra ipa, Loko shikopaya, Rinde benekopali anto lekomaranive, Malote nekete, Ayababadu. Lord, oh God, light, light as up. For you are the light of the world. And you have made us also light of the world. Lord, light as up and cause our light to shine. Shetet <laughs> 
Your glory, your glory. We need a transformation of God. Lord, let us carry us. Live here with the zeal, a fire, unquenchable fire, unquenchable zeal. Even as Jesus went forth in the power of the Holy Spirit, after that he had fasted and prayed, Oh God, let our food and our meat be to do your will, O God. In the name of Jesus, be Corona Masote. In the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. And David could not help but give thanks. Who am I? Who is my father's house? That you have brought me this far. Who are we? Some of us they don't even know our name. They don't know our father's name. They don't know our grandfather's name. But they know us because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, Minister Winnie, you are welcome. Minister Ethan, you are welcome. God bless you all. Um, Minister Benjamin, Benjamin, yes. Minister Benjamin, we've seen you. You are welcome. God bless you for joining us. Amen. 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 All those we can see, all those we cannot see. God bless you for joining us. Amen. Don't forget to keep liking and sharing. Oh Jesus. Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We never knew oh, Jesus. you will favor us this way, God. The presence of God is so strong. 
and atmospheres like this, if I were in church, I would have sown a seed. In an atmosphere like this, I would carry my New Year resolutions and keep it right by me so I could pray over them. So that the presence of Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit would then rule over, over them. Hallelujah. In an atmosphere like this, I will engage my faith for anything. Everything is possible in the atmosphere of Jesus. Anything, everything is possible. God, once again, you are welcome. Tonight, we are looking at Lent, the spiritual significance of Lent. Amen. Oh, Jesus. How far he has brought us. See how far he has brought you. You are not where you desire to be yet. But at least you are still not where you used to be. Hallelujah. There's been a change. Your path is shining brighter and brighter. All things are working together for your good. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the call according to this purpose, hallelujah. And we know that all things, not some things, all things work together for you. And bad alike, hallelujah. All things, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, called according to this purpose. According to his purpose, according to his purpose, hallelujah. God bless you, uh, Minister David. We bow before you, God. Oh, Jesus. I just you want us to. The humble, you drop the proud. We You are the reason we are here. God, it's right before you. You are the reason Lord, we are here. Lord, whatever His petition, you are the reason I, I stand as a priest of the Lord. You are the reason I stand as a priest of the Most High. And Lord, I plead and implore mercies on His behalf in the name of Jesus. Lord, attend to the needs of His heart in the name of Jesus. Any need, any area of need in His academics, Lord, Lord, come through. Lord, step in for Him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank. Father, I stand in the office which you have. 
purpose and position me and I declare over every request both the silent petitions of the hearts of your people and those that Lord they have written and brought before you those that oh God they have vocalized in prayer and God oh God Lord I go on my knees in my heart and I go on my knees oh God imploring your mercies and I say Lord oh God hear their hearts cry Father answer them speedily in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, for the young lions shall suffer and shall lack and suffer want, but they that seek you, they that seek you, they that look for you, your word says they shall not lack anything. In the name of Jesus, 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 you are our shepherd, Lord. You are the good shepherd, you are a good father, Lord. Make us lie down in green pastures in the name of Jesus. Satisfy us with your goodness, with the abundance of heaven in the name of Jesus. In a time of famine, Lord, grant us abundance. Lord, when men are cast down, Lord, lift us up in the name of Jesus. We forsake being tails, we forsake being the last. We declare we are the heads. We are the heads. We are above and not beneath. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We are above and never beneath. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By our birthright in Christ Jesus. We refuse every position that debases us. We refuse every position, oh God, that brings defeat. We declare we are the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. In the name of Jesus. We cannot fail. We cannot be defeated. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, throw your weights on us once again. Empower us with yourself. Let your glory fall upon us. And teach us. Holy Spirit, teach us. Holy Spirit, school us. In the name of Jesus. We depend on you. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. What a joy. What an honor to be in the presence of the Most High God. What an honor. What a joy. In His presence. Fullness. Fullness. Fullness of joy. Pleasures forevermore. The, the reason why our pleasures we experience undulating, um, inconsistent, flinching, flows of his pleasure or his pleasures bible says their pleasures are forevermore there are no there are no breaks there are no limits there are no hindrances as far as god is concerned when it comes to dispensing his pleasure or making it available unto us and bible says his pleasures there are there are pleasures pleasures not pleasure pleasures there are different kinds of pleasures the 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 the, 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 ecclesi the writer of ecclesiastes said solomon the son of david said said kiss me with the kisses of your lips the kisses of your lips when it comes to these dimensions of intimacy you see there are pleasures when it comes to your fellowship pleasure when it comes to your academics pleasures when it comes to um your sleep pleasures when it comes to your work study pleasure when it comes to your finances pleasures when it comes to your 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 business there are pleasures there are pleasures the kisses of grace there are so many things loaded but the hindrances to our experience are the broken fellowship we have with God. So sometimes we are high on the pleasures of God, 
the next time we are low, then it looks as though God has drawn away. No, God has not stepped back. We stood back. We drew back. God has not stepped back. He says, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh unto you. Draw nigh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we get into the word, we've had about 32 minutes worth of worship and prayers. We believe that our spirits have been aligned and many of us are drenched with the presence of God already. Amen. Amen. So all, all you want to do is to be attentive as usual. You want to tell yourself today, my life is never going to be the same after today's encounter. I am growing bigger, better, stronger. I am carrying weight. Every dormant gift of God in my life is being activated. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I am receiving grace for ascension. Grace to ascend. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that I am becoming wiser, more growing in understanding, in wisdom, and in stature. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And I'm growing deeper in fellowship and intimacy with the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 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 God bless us. As usual. What I want to tell us is I need your ears but God needs your heart amen father God needs your heart daddy God needs your heart he needs your heart I need your ears at best I need your attention at worst God needs your affection hallelujah amen so let's get into today's word. We are looking at Lent. 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 If you are with me and you are listening to this podcast right now, you want to type. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are getting into the word. This is coming. Take it. 
shall be healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So when we say Lent, what is Lent? Let's, let's just go into the word. I wish we could worship more. Oh my God. Lent. 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 What is Lent? observing Easter, even though there are a lot of things that, that, that are common to all of us as members of the body of Christ or members of the household of God. But that aside, Lent is one subject that is not often taught. Amen. It's part of the Christian liturgy for worship, especially the ordinance of Easter. It is not instructive. Lent is descriptive, more descriptive than instructive. It's just like fasting. Hallelujah. Even though fasting is explicitly mentioned in the Bible, Jesus does not in any direct way order us or instruct the believer to fast. Hallelujah. He said he said it implicitly. He just said, noting an idea, the idea that he is expecting you, but he is not instructing you. It is an a subtle void of a command. Hallelujah. How many of us are enjoying the word of God? At his right hand, there are pleasures. Pleasures. Even as you receive the word, you are not only receiving words, you are receiving spirits from God. 63. Verse 58 to 63. 63, I think, makes a very important statement. The 63 says that spirit and their life. It says, It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profited nothing. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh, it profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you. Yes. They are spirit and they are life. So we are receiving the ministration of life from the spirit. 
And do you know what that means? We are receiving the ministration of life from the Spirit. Do you know what that means? It means that we are fulfilling the abundant life mandate. Did you, did you not read in John chapter 10 and verse 10 that it says that the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The ab Thief cometh, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. More abundantly. So he says, the, the spirit, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The more of the word of God you have in you, the more of the infusions of divine life you receive the more infusions of divine life you receive the more you become more alive Enoch received so much of the infusions of God's divine infallible incorruptible life so much so at a point mortality was swallowed up of life mortality had to bow mortality had to bow so that the corruptible was swallowed up by the incorruptible so he walked with God and he was not. For God took him. The life of God swallowed up the life of the flesh. Hallelujah. You may not appreciate this, but you see, when you come to a proper understanding and deep appreciation of this, you apprehend the import of the revelation of this, these two scriptures we just shared. Hallelujah. But that is not our focus tonight. Amen. We want to go into the word. Lent. Lent. Lent is from the Greek Pascha, which means Passover. Hallelujah. It is linked to that word. It is linked to Easter, which is from the Greek word Pascha or Passover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the Pascha or Passover, which is rendered in which is rendered Easter in the book of Acts chapter 12, verse 4. Please help us with Acts chapter 12, verse 4. Is a day on which the church or the ecclesia, the ecclesia, the church, not a denomination per se, but the mystical body of Christ worldwide celebrates the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus was not resuscitated. Jesus resurrected. Hallelujah. He was quickened and brought, brought back to life by the Father. Lazarus did not resurrect. But that is not a theme for tonight. Hallelujah. I just want to leave the rest of us in suspense. So if you want to learn more, Let's keep fellowshipping. Amen. And take everything serious. The sacrifices being put into this are great. So it is sad. It is painful when some of us don't appreciate what goes into this. I'm telling you the truth. Sometimes I feel like, you know, 
out of the weights and the pressures of daily life and other things I have to do. I just feel like just come maybe once a week or something. Teaching three times a week or twice a week is no joke. It's no joke. It's no joke. The preparations, the intensity of preparations are going to spiritually in terms of studies, the time and devotion. So when it comes to responding to the messages, sharing the link, time we come, we have to um, mention that. Let's share the link. Let's share the link. Let's respond. Posting of scriptures to us uh, um, to just assist with the work, make the work easier. That is a burden. If you consider that a burden, if that is burdensome to you, can you imagine what it is to me? What what how it feels to me to show that the the weight of the responsibility of preparing to come and teach, praying for you individually, make making mention of your names, ministry on the page, posting details, preparing devotions, prayer points, and what have you. And sometimes responding to message, I'm sharing with you some of the, 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 the my heart my heart attacks yes because we minister free of charge we don't ask for we don't raise monies here no some of you out of your own generosity have chosen to sponsor God's work God bless you for that your reward will never be denied you for sure but people of God of the resurrection in the New Testament. No. 
there is no celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord in the New Testament the Jewish Christians actually linked it with the Passover so they observed it on the 14th day of Nisan which is the first month of the Jewish calendar when we get time in the course of our administration maybe this year or next year we shall delve a bit into the Greek alphabet there is a reason a significance behind knowing some of these things a little bit of them because they are very symbolic they predict they, they, they predict a lot in the way they come together to form words even there are links between the Greek years and then the times we are in Years, the Jewish calendar year and the times we are in. Hallelujah. So the Jewish Christians connected it with the Passover and so observed it on the 14th day of Nisan, the first month of the Jewish calendar, regardless of the day of the week that it fell. But the Gentile believers, on the other hand, celebrated the resurrection on the Lord's Day, Sunday. There were some differences, there were discrepancies. Yes, God bless you, Minister David, for the ASV version. The AS version, sorry. Acts 12 4 in American Standard Version says, And when he had taken him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him forth to the people. So the same word that King James Version renders as Easter is the, red, the word correctly rendered Passover in the ASV. Hallelujah. Now why am I building a foundation from here? Because Lent is connected to the Pascal or the Easter. Easter is a very important and significant ordinance in the believer's life or in the Christian faith and work. There is a special place for God always. They ought, there ought to be. There ought to be. There ought to be. And without a proper appreciation of Easter, much of the sacrifices of Jesus Christ pertaining to his life, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension will not make meaning to you, let alone benefit you. It will not make meaning to the believer, let alone benefit us. in these celebrations in the year 325-325 AD that is after the death of Christ there was a council set up called the Council of Nisi which decided to settle this difference by ruling that Easter should henceforth be celebrated on the first Sunday after the full moon following the vernal equinox Easter was then to be celebrated according to the Council of Nisi on the first Sunday after the full moon, following the vernal equinox. Calendar. Even it applies the same, the same applies to the Jewish calendar. Easter keeps falling on different days. Like, I mean, the, there are no particular fixed days of the month of April, the month of Nisan, which Easter falls. 
is because of the calculation. It's because of how it was the, 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 the council settled it that it should be calculated. So this system has been followed until today. So the date of Easter varies between March 22 and April 25 every year. This system has been followed until today with the date of Easter varying between March 22nd and April 25 every year. You always find the, the, the date of celebration of Easter within this range. Hallelujah. So we want to go into the meaning of Lent. Hallelujah. And it's going to be brief. I just trust God to help me because we've cut off a lot of insects. They are all significant, but then we've left the crux of the message. Cream. That is what we want to feed on. Amen. Please, can someone help us with Philippians chapter 3, verse 20? We are going deeper, 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 Lord. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Lent. What is the spiritual significance of Lent in the life of the believer? It's a time of holy solemnity. Corinthians 2 verse 1 to 10 please 
It's a long read, and these are the two key texts for our lesson of our teaching. So please help me with the King James Version. Another person can help with the Amplified. After this, we are going to be moving very fast. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Stand in the wisdom of men, 
but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the prince of this world, that come to naught. So there is a there is a wisdom of this world. There is a wisdom of God, which is from above, which is the wisdom from above. There is a wisdom of this world, which is earthly wisdom, and then there is carnal or sensual wisdom. It says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. There's been a wisdom which has been ordained, God ordained before the world unto our glory, unto our glory. That is why we were called unto glory and virtue. And this wisdom is a person, hallelujah. This wisdom is a lamb. This wisdom was slain before the foundations of the world. And to even right here in the scripture, it says, God ordained before, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Another key verse about the foundations and essence of Easter. For had they known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. God bless you, Minister Emmanuel, for sharing the show. I like how you are active every time here. I really like it. God bless you so much. And for sharing the, the, the live show. Verse 9 and 10, 1 Corinthians 2. It says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for that love him, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And that is why no matter what happens in your life, you should not be bothered by because Bible says, and we know. But if you stay ignorant, you won't come to that knowledge. If you choose to close the book of the law, you will not come to that knowledge, but you are supposed to know. Bible, Bible has already says, and we know. Bible requires and desires that you come to that knowledge and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to purpose, according to his purpose. Then Bible says here that the things which God has prepared for them that love him, they are good things. Hallelujah. He said, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Somebody wanted to type the deep things of God. We are going to delve into the deep things of God tonight. Hallelujah the deep things of God but as it is written I has not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit the search engine of this of God the search engine of God is the spirit of God for the spirit searcheth all things you want to be intimate with God you need to know the spirit of God there is a superior search engine than DuckDuckGo, than Google Scholar. There is a superior search engine to Bing. There is a superior search engine to Yahoo. For the Spirit searcheth all things, not some things. The Spirit has solutions to all things. Even the deep things of God, which most search engines on earth cannot provide. The deep things of God of God, the deep things of God. May God enlighten somebody's eyes to be able to apprehend the deep mysteries of God. Every day they sit behind the word of God to study and to meditate in the name of Jesus. May God flood light your eyes.
understanding, illumination in the name of Jesus.
established Easter. But Easter is not our main theme for tonight. We are looking at Lent. But to be able to appreciate Easter, this season of Easter, or the ordinance of Easter, its significance, to be able to immerse, deeply immerse ourselves in it, it is, it is necessary that we prepare ourselves spiritually, soulishly, bodily, for the weight of that celebration. Because the Passover it has been a very significant feast of Israel right from the Old Testament days, in Bible days. We know the story of how that the angel of death passed over the land of Egypt and killed the firstborns of the Egyptians. But because of the blood of the lamb that the people slayed and applied on their doorpost, the angel passed over every door. Not because they were Jews or they were Israelites, but because of the blood. So you could be an Israelite and still forfeit your salvation on that day by not simply obeying the instruction of applying the blood. They were not saved because they were righteous, no, because of the blood. There was a righteousness God was trying to reveal there, which is not dependent on works lest they would have they would have all failed even though it was judgment it was the judgment of god being revealed on the land of egypt being executed on the land of egypt the significance of the passover jesus became our passover lamb in easter jesus became the passover lamb slain once and for all for all of time and eternity so that now he is seated as a high priest after the order of melchizedek who has been touched at all points by our weaknesses and so is able to make superior offerings and sacrifices for us bible says that he ever lived to make intercessions for the saints jesus ever lived sitting at he's seated at the right hand of the father the right side of the father making intercession for us hallelujah so we cannot take such a sacrifice for granted look at the account leading to his crucifixion how he was arrested no starting from the betrayal after he himself prophesied it the betrayal arrest in fact before the arrest he had prayed in gethsemane so that his sweats became blood the transfiguration the arrest the transfiguration the betrayal the arrest the beating the suffering bible says that is isaiah 53 bible said that for he was bruised bible says that he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities and the transgressions the chastisement of our peace was upon him by his stripes we are made hold so he was wounded he was bruised chastised and he, he the stripes he was beaten so that he he incurred stripes on his body his physical body jesus suffered on all realms or on all three di dimensions of humanity jesus's spirit was subjected to the weight of sin so that even god turned his eyes away from him 
God forsook him for a moment on the cross. All things became dark. There was a cessation between there was a cessation of his relationship between him and his father. So then he felt the weight of the separation of his father from him for the first time in his life, for the first time ever in eternity. So he said, "My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me?" The weight of sin. Beloved, if you understand the substitutionary, the, the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for you, you will you will appreciate length and Easter much more than we treat it. In Ghana here, sorry to say this, I know some of us, some people will be listening to this audio from all across the world. We we've been having listeners from more than um, about 15 countries, especially in Europe. Apart from two countries in Africa, we've been having people listening from Australia, Canada, US, the UK, um, Netherlands, and so on. Please permit me to speak my tree. If you come to listen to this, this recorded portion of the audio, and you don't understand, I hope you bear with me. In Ghana, once Easter is coming, you hear advertisement. It, it really saddens me because Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is not for that. It's not for such trivial things as what is that? Somebody beaten, somebody went into serious eternal negotiations. Do you, do, you do you know why Moses and Elijah had to appear to him on the Mount of Transfiguration? Because they, they needed to sort things out. They, there was a transaction that needed to take place to clear his path. Other than that, his pain, his agony that he was going to go through was going to be more than necessary. Because Moses had aggravated his pain by some of his actions he took in the past. The rock that followed him, which they drank off in the wilderness in the days that he was Moses was leading the Israelites. Bible says God, God told Moses, just strike this rock once and then he struck it twice. Worsening the agony, the plight of the Christ. So they needed to sort things out. He needed to talk to Moses. You know, you are the Lord, you are facing out. Elijah, you are the prophet. There's a new era, grace. So you all have to subject yourselves to me. Dealings went on. And then what happened? He was beaten, bruised, after his arrest, crucified, pierced on his side. All these things took place so that prophecy might be fulfilled. Then what happened? <laughs> I think the teaching is already becoming Easter teachings already. Even though I didn't prepare for that. Prophecy was fulfilled. He was buried. He died, was buried, and he rose again. But beloved, how do we appreciate all of these? We've not really gotten into the intricacies of these um, uh, the stages of all of his affliction that Paul spoke about that I may know him the power of his resurrection as for the power of his, re his the power of his resurrection sorry we all want that please don't forget to keep liking the show please don't forget to keep liking the show and to follow us if you haven't followed us we all want that many men of God many Christians want to demonstrate power we want to partake and benefit of the power of God but we do not want the fellowship of his suffering which is where true power lies we don't want to be made conformable unto him in his death the significance of length that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto him in his death if by any means I may attain the resurrection of the dead 
understand something apostle paul was a man of depth in scriptures he never worked with jesus apostle paul never worked with jesus apostle paul by his testimony was an apostle but he never worked with jesus but he had the depth of revelations of scriptures into the person the deity of jesus even more than those who work with him for a reason the man was a man of fellowship how many times in a week as a believer do you meditate how many times do you take uh, do, do you do you step back to to, to ponder to cogitate about the goodness of god and how often do you do that do you just come to Christ and you're, you're like God I thank you for your sacrifice on the cross Lord I thank you for one hour everlasting sacrifice your eternal sacrifice for your blood that you shed on on Calvary's cross for me your eternal priceless blood that is able to, to cleanse me it removes the deep pain it removes the most permanent there is no stain that this blood cannot take away no stain of sin no stain of defilement no stain there is no life to i thank you lord for this sacrifice of your blood but we always want to what or identify ourselves with his sufferings the more with the fellowship of his sufferings Jesus wants to then be glorified more and more in us in a few people God has no favorites please listen to me God has no favorites he has intimates God has no favorites he has intimates on how you relate with him I love you God you make me strong God is the bedrock under my feet Psalm 18 verse 1 some version says I love you Lord I love you God my strength God has no favorites he has intimates so anyone anyone in any nation who seeketh to approach unto him he is ever willing to welcome god has no favorite he has intimates when god said jacob have i have i loved esau have i hated it wasn't a statement of bias it was a statement of divine forecasting god always knows the end from the beginning he has seen their destinies from before even time began and he knew what they were going to become by virtue of their divine alignment to his will he made that declaration hallelujah god made that declaration all right so what is lent you know i i i, I am at um what the, the note i've written what is lent and why should we participate why should i participate and then i am the anchor scriptures and then meaning of lent i am i am still at the third statement meaning of lent i've not actually gone into the notes yet but i'm going to go and pretty speedily amen lent actually is 
from an Anglo-Saxon word, which means to lengthen, to, to make longer. So instead of something lasting for maybe two days, three days, five days, you are making it, you are prolonging it, you are making it 10 days, 12 days, 15 days, 20 days to lengthen. To lengthen. That is the word it comes from. And the Greek is tesarakosti. Tesarakosti or tesarakostai. It means the 40. The 40, 40, F O R T Y, 40. What is Lent? We just looked at the origins of the word Lent, and we said that Lent is not necessarily, Lent is not necessarily enshrined in the Bible, but it is descriptive in its nature and it is founded upon biblical principles unlike Christmas so if you celebrate Christmas and you don't celebrate Lent which is a preparation for to be able to appreciate Easter in all of its spiritual significance then beloved question your Christianity because Christmas has no Christian roots nowhere no, not in anywhere in the Bible I have not delved very deeply into theology, but I have studied theology to a degree, and I can tell you for sure, Christmas has pagan roots and pagan origins. If you laugh, you want to challenge my words, or you doubt it, please make time and go and read around it. Right after this, listening to this podcast, you can go and read around it. So if you celebrate Christmas, which is a pagan festivity that has been adapted into our Christian circles, then you have a stronger reason to celebrate what? Lent. Because Lent is founded upon biblical principles that are surrounding Easter, which heaven requires that we all observe. Hallelujah. Of the seven Jewish feasts, Lent is one of them. Many of us know Lent. Lent to be commonly understood as a period before Easter where we you know you are told to give something up give up a bad habit and develop a new one we hear it a lot especially in European circles and then in the Catholic and then some of the Orthodox churches these these circles these religious circles so you, you see people embarking on all sort of things, all sort of um, journeys. I am I am fasting from this. I am staying away from movies. I'm not going to touch my my video game. I am not going to um I'm not going to watch Netflix. I'm staying away from Netflix for this period, uh, 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 this period of time, and so on and so forth. That is what we know Lent to commonly be. That's how we commonly understand Lent to be. The period before Easter where we usually practice these things. And like I said, Lent is more descriptive than prescriptive. I said that Lent is a 40 days period leading to Easter. It's a period on the church calendar that stretches 40 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday. Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday. What is Ash Wednesday? The very first day that Jesus entered into the wilderness for to be tempted of the devil, to fast and to be tempted of the devil.
first day of Lent, beginning when Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted. Hallelujah. People in such seasons or such times apply ashes on their foreheads and faces and all that. A significance of mourning and a willingness to identify with the pain, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Is it really necessary? Please let's look at Job 42 verse 6. Job chapter 42 verse 6. Please, there is a reason why I had to skip the amplified version of 1 Corinthians 2, okay? Because we want to finish this. It's the main reason why we skipped our teaching session last Wednesday. So we could be able to have one session. Just one session. We don't want to have Lent also in series. It says that, Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Ashes are symbols. They are symbolic of repentance. Penance. Mourning. 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 When David sinned against the Lord, even in the city of Nineveh, the Nineveh in jo Jonah 3, after Jonah had proclaimed, Prophet Jonah had proclaimed his message of judgment on the land of Nineveh, the Bible says that the king and everyone repented. The, the king tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, and they began to what? Fast and mourn. They mourned. It's a sign, spiritual sign before God the Lord. In this particular period, I repent for my wrongs. I forsake my wrong ways. And I'm pleading for your mercy. That is how the period of Lent is observed. It's a time of turning away from all the things we should be turning away from. The Bible has urged us to turn away from as believers and then progressively turning to God. Turning to God. Most especially with our eyes on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for us. So it's a It is, it is a religious ordinance for Christians. Where is Lent found in the Bible? Mark 1.13. Please, can someone help us with that? The season and the observation of Lent does not explicitly, clearly appear in the scriptures. It does not appear anywhere. But Lent, like I said, if you examine its foundations closely, you will realize that it has been founded on some biblical principles, strong biblical principles. Mark chapter 1, verse 13. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. Alright. So that is one of the foundations or one of the key foundations for length. I said that length means the 40. Why 40 days? Why not 20? Maybe why not three days before Easter? Because 40 is of a certain spiritual significance to believers. You know in our faith, numbers matter a lot. 50 is for the Pentecost. Three is for the Godhead. Six, the number of man. Seven, perfection. 
dates, new beginnings. I'm just mentioning this as, as run, at random because they are key. And I believe that if you know them as a believer, they, it, it's good. Hallelujah. 40 is a number that represents trial. It represents testing. 40 represents trial or testing. Moses was on the mountain, Mount Sinai, for 40 days. Exodus 34, verse 28. Exodus 34, verse 28. Moses was on Sinai for 40 days. Being tested, being tried, being prepared to lead the people of God out of the land of their captivity into the promised land. It was a time of preparation. Lent is a time of preparation. I hope you are connecting the dots. You are. You can find the link of the foundations for Lent in the scriptures. So during these 40 days, we are tried, we are tested, we put our willpower, our affections, our passions, our desires, certain ways of doing things into trial. We tell God that Holy Spirit, try me. And see if there be any un 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 ungodly way in me. Any way that does not God please you and clings me. Father, break me, mold me. Lord, touch my heart. Make it pliable so I can, I can appreciate the, the, the sacrifice of you. Verse 28. That is Moses' example. 40 years in the wilderness for the Israelites. Do you know that the Israelites, there was a shorter route to the promised land. Bible says that they could have even gone there, gotten there in less than 10 days. But God intentionally allowed them, not only because they were stiff-necked people, but God allowed them to go through the wilderness in circles for 40 years. Because God wanted to try their hearts and reveal his person. Reveal who he is truly to them. For them to appreciate him by his works, his acts, his wondrous deeds. They were restricted at best to his acts. Only Moses knew his ways. They couldn't apprehend the ways of God because they murmured. They complained, which shall come to some of the things we have to forsake, we have to drop in seasons of length. Murmuring is one of them. They murmured. You know, anytime you murmur, you prolong your own wilderness period and adversity, it's a secret. Let all things be done out of charity, not grudgingly, without murmuring. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, that is the second 40. The third 40, Jesus' 40 days of fasting, where he, was, he, only, he not only fasted, but he was also tempted. Matthew 4, verses 1 and 2. So there's, all, there's a connection and link between the 40 days of Jesus' fast, the 40 years of Israel's, Israel in the wilderness, and the 40 days of length. 
So this is the reason why most churches during this period, you see they be, churches begin to declare churches that have incorporated the liturgy of um, Lent into their calendar. They begin to proclaim fasts and prayers during this period. It's a period where we deliberately give up on some bad habits, like I've already said. Some traits, some cravings, some actions, like television, social media, and food. And this idea, the idea of giving up or giving something up is so that we, we have more time to focus on God and to pursue God. So if you used to spend four hours or six hours daily on Netflix, imagine giving up six hours on, of Netflix just to be able to give in to five hours of pursuit of God. Focused pursuit of God. Psalm 27 verse 4. Psalm 27 verse 4. Another principle. The reason why we give up some things so that we can give in to the right things. Psalm 27 verse 4, the, the psalmist said, Is that one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple also? Okay, God bless you, Minister Winning. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire, to inquire in his temple. One thing one thing it's a season for one thing it's a season for one thing it's a season for one thing to give in to one thing by giving up on many things many unprofitable things giving up on many unprofitable things to give in to the only and most supreme profitable thing So the fast and giving up on something enables us to remove that thing from our lives to make room for that one thing. As we have seen in Psalm 27 verse 4, one thing have I desired of the Lord. He says, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. You can dwell in the house of the Lord even under your own roof and your own shade. You don't need to go to your chapel or your church premises necessarily. Today, there is a place called Bethel. You can carry it with you. It is a presence of God. It is a house of God. You can dwell there all, all day, all, all, at all times. If only you know how to host God and the protocols which make for hosting the presence of God. Cultivating and hosting. Sustaining the presence of God. Hallelujah. So it is a period of removing distractions to pursue God more intimately. It is a period of the recalibration of the pendulum of our spirits. You recalibrate your spiritual pendulum so you can swing in proper motion with divine favor and precision. Divine favor and precision. Divine favor and precision. A period of recalibration.
dimension of the spirit, the pendulum of your spirit, so you can swing in tune with the spirit of God in proper motion with divine favor and precision. You can't miss a step because you are tuning in or you have tuned in. Hallelujah. 40 days of length. So Moses' 40 days prepared him to lead God's people across the desert into the promised land. Jesus' 40 days prepared him for his public ministry after the trials and the temptations and the, and the, and the dealings with the flesh and, and all of that, the encounters. Our observation of this season is to prepare us also to experience the full joy, the full weight, and the full measure of Easter as God has designed this ordinance for the believer. observe Lent. Three key things, or should we make it four? Number one, the things to do. Reflect. Reflect. The psalmist says, when I meditate upon thee on my bed, and in the night watches, reflect on the works of Jesus, on the goodness of God to you and your family up to this point in time. What does the upcoming Easter mean to you? What does Jesus' shedding of his blood mean to you and your household, your ministry, your, your, your life as a, an individual? What does his death mean to you? Have you personalized it? Have you come to the place where you, you are not just, you know, passively observing it because your church, you know, there are festivities, you just come around and partake. Festivities that go on every now and then, year after year. So it has become a ritual with you. Churches are doing it. My church is what? It's observing Easter. No. God loves intentionality. God loves intentional people. You want to be part of God's favorite. I said God does not what? Have favorite because it's not by us. But God has intimates. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Amen. God has no favorite but he has intimates. Intimate, those who are intimate with God, they are intentional with God. They wake up and they know I have to talk to God. Before they, they, they buy that dress, they talk to God. They said, God, you are Lord over my life. I have to ask you first. It's time for meeting. They'll say that I will not wait for anyone to remind me because I love God. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. So therefore, I will not wait for anyone to what? Remind me. I am, I am rather going to call people. I'm going to ask. Is our meeting not coming off? Intentional. Intentional. Intentionality. Intentionality. That is one thing that God loved about David. One thing God loved about David. One thing God loved about Abel. Abel was intentional in his offering. Hallelujah. Even the devils. Judas in his betrayal of Jesus was intentional. How much more you in your celebration of his death. My God. 
you can't afford to be passive about this this sacrifice it's, it's too great a, re, a reward it's too great a sacrifice it will be so too grave a mistake to downplay its importance it will be too grave a mistake to debase and to be passive about such great an ordinance such great a salvation Please, somebody help us with Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional about your work with God. You have to be intentional. You have to be passionate. David said one thing, have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. If you love a lady, when you love a man, see how you go about seeking him. Valentine's Day, what did you do for your beloved or somebody you were having a crush on? You carefully thought out what you, you should buy for that, that fellow. You carefully thought out, you planned, you even asked your friend, what should I buy for this person? Intentionality. Bible says that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So when you add intentionality to your diligence, beloved, you are going far. You are making yourself one of God's intimates already. God has no favorites. He has oh, he only has intimates. Hallelujah. Please don't forget to follow the show. Don't forget to keep liking the show. Don't forget to keep following the podcast. Hallelujah. Like the show, follow the podcast by clicking the, the cross button at the top right corner near the name Burning Ones. Near the name. And God bless you even as you follow. Each time we come on live like this, you get a notification. Amen. We teach until the presence of God comes down. We teach until God begins to move in people's situations and begins to heal people. We teach until the presence of God literally, the glory of God literally now begins to move in the heart and in the lives of people. Because where the word of God is, the, the spirit of God is bound to come. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. There is liberty. There is liberty. Oh Jesus. It's my prayer that this evening, may God light somebody up in the name of Jesus. May somebody's hunger, you are listening, I pray for you. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus with all humility for everyone listening to this podcast right now. May your hunger and your desire for more of God be stirred in the name of Jesus. Even as the psalmist said in Psalm 42, he said that for us the, the, the deer or as the heart panted for the water brooks even so my soul longeth for thee he said that oh god thou art my god early will i seek thee oh god thou art my god early will my soul longed for you, my flesh tested for you in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy glory and thy power as I have seen thee in a sanctuary. Hey, to see thy glory, to see thy glory and thy power as I have seen thee in a sanctuary. Then he said, Deep collect unto deep at the sound of your water sprouts, all your waves and billows have overflown me. Hey, and then Paul again adds his own. He said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Hey, and the 
fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Oh, and then David also came, and David said, Oh God, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Hey, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foe, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. He said that, Oh, though war should break up against me, my heart will not fear. Though an host should encamp around me, my heart will not fear. Then this will I be confident. Hey, one thing have I desired of the Lord. Hey, that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Hey, that I may be to behold the beauty of the Lord. Hey, to seek the face of the Lord. And to inquire in his temple. 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 Insatiable hunger. Intentionality. This is the generation of them that seek you, O Jacob. This is the generation, a generation of God seekers, a generation of people who are in desperate need, a generation of people who want to see God, a generation of people who want to touch God, a generation of people who want to handle divine matters, a generation of people who stop at nothing until they have encountered God, until they've hosted God until they've been able to show forth his glory and his grace in the name of Jesus. Oh thank you Lord. The generation of them that seek you. salvation in what ways are you neglecting failing to appropriate and appreciate the sacrifice of Easter on the cross the sacrifice of Jesus' death on the cross for us how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation the apostle Paul who is believed to be the writer of Hebrews now says he says so great a salvation which at first began to be spoken by the spoken but now it is here but now this salvation is here with us how shall we escape if we neglect great a salvation it will be a grave mistake it's, it's, a, it's, it's an, a mistake we cannot make we just cannot make hallelujah angels desire to look into the things which we have access to but we we, we, we don't value them How do you 
observe Lent. Things to do, you reflect, you repent. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. You do, you repent, you repent. You turn away from the things that don't 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 that grieve God. You prepare your heart. Number one, re- reflect. Two, repent. Three, prepare hearts for the celebration of Easter, Christ's resurrection from the dead. Then four, resolve to pursue God. Resolve to pursue God with greater intensity through consistent day and watch steady hallelujah when you pursue God like never before you will find a reason you will find a reason to celebrate God like never before when you pursue God like never before he will give you a reason to celebrate him like never before it is only possible with them that see God God seekers God seekers Bible says John chapter 4 and now is when the true worshipers they shall worship the father in spirit and in truth Bible says for God seeketh such for God seeketh such God is seeking oh my God God is seeking God is seeking and my heart is bleeding right now and I, I feel like shedding tears because God is seeking but is he finding seeketh such to worship him hallelujah oh thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit I see your Holy Spirit we see your presence we see your touch we see your touch we see your touches we see even the great things you are doing through this recorded audio father we know we know we know we know we know we know you are able to do exceeding we have tasted and we have seen we know beyond every shadow of doubt beyond every figment of our imaginations that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask all we can ask all we can ever afford to ask imagine or think according to your power that is at work in us and among us in the name of Jesus now because of time we want to look at the last session what are some of the things to give up during the period of length number one food Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 please somebody help us with that what do you give up in, in a period of Lent? Food. That's that is an indirect suggestion that you should fast. If you are giving up food, it's a call to fast. It's a call to a fast. It's a time to say that if I've been eating too much and because of that I've not been feeling the presence of God as I'm supposed to, I am choosing to forsake. I can feast on the word of God. Shall not live by bread alone, 
Bible says, but by every word that proceeds from out of the mouth of God. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. In these times, you, you, you think less of bread and more about the word. Hallelujah. The word is the universally acclaimed bread of life. Everybody speaks this universal language. Hallelujah. Job also said, Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. Times like this, you cling to the commandment of his lips. He says, I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. So as we talk about the things to forsake, we also talk about the things you need to embrace. Number two, social media. As much as possible as believers in the temporary world, this generation, you want to minimize your screen time. Minimize your screen time. Whether it's on um, the screens of your TV sets, your laptop, your phone, apart from work, which is a necessity, even which we can find ways of minimizing, every other thing must be cut off. We rather, we rather meditate and we talk to God. We study the word. James 4 verse 8, Romans 10 17. your hands ye sinners and purify your hearts ye double-minded the scripture i was waiting for it but it doesn't come so i thank god that he has given it to me already in my mind in my head then romans 10 17 says that so therefore faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god faith cometh by hearing so as you minimize screen time you maximize spirit time hallelujah you maximize spirit time and so then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. The next thing, we minimize or we give up on complaining. Lent is a perfect opportunity to choose gratitude over grumbling. Philippians 2 verse 4 to 6. Philippians 2 verse 4 to 6. sacrifice of Jesus Christ please Philippians 2 verse 14 to 16 sorry please verse 14 to 16 Philippians 2 14 to 16 About the troubles we have in life, Bible makes us understand that His sacrifice on the cross has brought us into all of our inheritance. It's just a matter of time. As we acquire the right knowledge pertaining to the things He has made available to us, we begin to what? Grow in that knowledge and manifest them. Hallelujah. Bible says we should grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Bible says he has given us all, all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him, through the knowledge of him. So when you minimize screen time, you maximize spirit time, fellowship time, word study time, you maximize them. Bible says, do all things, Philippians 2, 14 to 16, without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. These are the things that distinguish us. When we don't murmur, we don't, be, we don't grumble, we don't dispute. We become blameless. Because the world is full of disputings, arguments here and there, unnecessary arguments, vain fables, stories that amount to nothing. Kizem-kizems. And so much noises. He says that we may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. So it means that if you you subscribe to murmuring and disputings, then you are blameless and you are harmful. So you such people are harmful in the church. People who complain a lot, then they pray about the situation, complain about their life situation. Even if you cannot, if you don't have ten things to be to be grateful to God for every day, you can just look for one thing, just one thing, to be grateful for. And Bible says that if you are you are you mama and you you dispute, apart from you being blameless, you are also a candidate for rebuke. Rebuke. Hallelujah. It says, among whom ye shine as light. Now see, if you are without murmuring, then you begin to shine as light in the world. That is our manifestation, one of our themes, our main theme for this year. Shining as light, glory and manifestation. It says, holding forth the word of life, the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither have labored, neither labored in vain. Hallelujah. Amen. We have just five minutes. The next thing is worry. You give up worry. Hallelujah. You embrace worship. Philippians 4 verse 6 to 8. And 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Philippians 4. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to verse 8. And then 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7. Give up on worrying, embrace worship. Worrying does not solve life's problem. It only robs today. It only robs today of today's, and it only robs you today of your joy. And further programs you for greater worry tomorrow. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 8. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, in times of length, in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, 
Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, Bible says, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Hallelujah. First Peter 5 verse 7 says that, cast all your care upon him, he cares for you, cast your cares upon him, go to rest, and then begin to worship, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our last but one, we have just one minute to go. We say no to the wrong things. Titus chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. And then number 6, please help us with Titus 2, verse 12 and 13. Number 6, no evil speaking or swearing. No evil speaking or swearing. Ephesians 4, verse 29. And Ephesians 5, verse 4. You don't speak evil against your neighbor. You don't devise evil against your people. You don't devise teeth for tooth, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Revenge, no. You say no to the wrong things, yes to the right things. Titus 2, verse 12 and 13. that denying ungodliness, yes, and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, beloved, we thank God for this enlightenment. In the next 30 seconds, you want to lift your voice, you want to thank God. Say, God, I thank you for the illumination of your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, O God, for enlightening us on length and how to observe it. Lord, grant us grace to observe, to put it into... Oh God, Holy Spirit, we bless you. We give you praise. Thank you, be exalted. Grace to be doers and not hearers only. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh Lord, how we love you. How we love you. How we adore you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We have just 10 seconds to go. God bless you all for coming. We meet again on Monday. Please enjoy your, your season of Lent. Hallelujah. Tomorrow is the last day of our, our 21 days fasting and prayers. Stay in grace. Keep burning for Jesus. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Hallelujah. Talk to somebody about Jesus. I love you all. Let's keep the faith. Let's keep in fellowship. Hallelujah. Jesus loves you more. Enjoy the rest of your day. God be gracious unto you and show you peace in Jesus' name. Bye, 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 bye.